0: The Go-Birds podcast presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, parks James Seltzer with you. And Elliot, let me tell you something. I am on vacation in just a few Uh, hours, buddy. uh, And I'm ready, man. I'll miss talking to you on Saturday. Everyone check it out. Ruben Frank filling in for me. Thank you, Ruben. Uh, Other than that, I'm so psyched to be gone, man. I need a few days. I'm ready. It's vacate time. Let's go, buddy.
1: Get a nice tan, hopefully. Sure. Right? Spend some yeah. time at, well, at I the ge- beach.
0: I generally burn rather than tan, but I'll get a nice burn on. My thing is, uh, you know, beers and good times. That's mm. what I want. we well, are wanna- going
1: to be feeling sick I'll- in the morning, yeah. so I would not uh- <laughs> recommend too many. I would, I would d- dude, you have no idea. Many.
0: So the people we're going with, uh, it's Emily's best friend uh, from college, like one of her, her bridesmaids at her wedding and, and her husband who obviously, you know, I've known them for 20 years. I've known Emily so long. Right. And I've become really good friends with him too. Um, they bring it like they love yes. to party and they will drink me under the table. I'm going to be in pain, buddy. But you know what?
1: I'm kind of jealous. I'm looking, for it, I'm looking
0: forward that. to it. I'm looking forward. You're welcome, buddy. I am. Uh, yeah. I am looking forward to it. I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm, so excited to not talk about the Philadelphia Phillies for a few days. I'll tell you that much, E. Yeah, they're
1: not they're not bringing much. No, I will say uh, I'll that. I'll say a, a similar similar line of
0: thinking, and I'm sure the listeners to this podcast will will feel me on this. Training camp can't get here soon enough, buddy. Ready?
1: Well, it's close. It's I'm close. ready to now, talk I have
0: Eagles, my friend.
1: Two quick non-football things. Ooh, love it. That. Love it, Love a good
0: so- non-football thing. We got Eagles talk coming up. We got a fun little thing, but go ahead.
1: All right. So first you were speaking about well, I mentioned you'll get a tan, right? You'll be at the beach. That'll be fun. Yeah. This might not surprise you, but I went through a phase where I was like obsessed with trying to get a good tan. (laughs) This won't surprise anybody that listens to the podcast. Yeah, it's not surprising,
0: but yet still hilarious.
1: Yeah. So this is probably like, I don't know, eight or nine years ago. I was like in my mid twenties. I, I guess there's a difference between suntan lotion and tanning oil, but I didn't know it obviously at the time. I don't know why, but so I went out and laid, I, I think it was like in Atlantic city, which is kind of on brand for this story. So <laughs> I, I go to Atlantic city, put a ton of like uh tanning oil on me and I kid you not like, burned. Huh? I was the reddest I've yeah, ever been. Like, I'm sure. And be, being burned is a very underrated terrible thing. Oh, happen. dude, like, dude, it, dude! It's, it's horrible. Just the worst.
0: Well, because it's yeah. it's especially like so. I actually I went to my buddy's house on Sunday and he has a pool. We took Zoe. It was awesome, and I got burned. Like, and I'm usually really good. Like, I I make fun of Emily because she just it always gets burned. Like, she just doesn't right. think about something. Yeah, she just like goes with it, and like and she's fine, and she's you know tough and all that. I'm definitely less tough than my wife. There's no question about that. but i I'm really careful. Like I don't mess around. I'm really good about it. and i and i and I forgot. I was so worried about getting Zoe all like sunscreened up, which is obviously more important that I just I didn't do my normal thing. and i I've been burned. like all week, I still I'm touching my shoulders right now. It hurts. And the thing about it is that it's everything. It's like every time you move, every piece yep. of of cloth that touches your skin, it is relentless pain, Elliot. I am very with you. It is underrated horrible.
1: Well, there's no question that the older now that well, you're already older <laughs> and
0: I am. Get, I well am well there. delivered right there, buddy. That was that yeah. was well played.
1: That was good. And so, and not wrong. No I'm question, I'm less
0: than three months from 40. So yes.
1: Which is wild. It's there, wild, there's but. no question that like I am now way more obsessed with putting on a ton of sunscreen than I used to be to the point where it impacts my tan. You know, like I'm like, I should probably tone it down a little. People probably are not caring about this conversation. Well, I
0: don't uh, but, my big takeaway is I don't care about getting tan. I'm 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 very very pale and I I accept it. I'm cool with who I am, Elliot.
1: So, here's my second thing. For so second thing is I am now an Instagram guy more than a Twitter oh, guy. Oh, like, whoa! You should have led with honestly, this. Hold up. This should have been our whole topic today. Why are we talking Eagles? This is like a big deal. The king of Twitter? What? Yeah, I, honestly, I'm done with Twitter. Like, I'll still, tweet, <laughs> I'm still in it, but like, like, wow, like it's every the whole purpose of Twitter nowadays is just to be mean to people. Yeah, that's all people do on Twitter. Instagram's so much nicer.
0: I mean, so yeah. Emily, Emily is only on one social media app, and it is Instagram. And I always, she always says to me, she's like. I just look at pictures of dogs and food and it's great. I'm happy. I'm like, that sounds lovely. Like, what a lovely, what a lovely existence.
1: So, I've been posting my Eagles takes on Instagram and it's just nice to have actual conversations with people. Like, as opposed to if I post like the most like down the middle take on Twitter. It just, everyone's like, all right, here's our chance to dunk on Elliot. And like, that's just what it is on Twitter. So I'm not tweeting that I'm moving to Instagram because I don't want all the mean people to follow me. But obviously the pod listeners are the best collection of people in Philadelphia. So if you're listening to this, I am on Instagram, Elliot Shore Parks. I'm posting Eagles content there every day. Let's have good, fun Eagles conversation, Look and let's this. escape the vitriol world of Twitter.
0: Look at this. I love it. Maybe and I'll. It's consider- Twitter's loss.
1: It's Twitter's loss. Like
0: they've done this. Yeah. Like, it's Maybe I'll loss. consider getting Instagram. We'll see. I actually have an Instagram account that I never exciting. use. So, uh, uh, you're swaying me a little bit. All right. Uh, let's talk Eagles, because uh, I'm guessing that right, that's it. probably why most people came here. I don't know tanning and, and Instagram Presumably. is interesting stuff as well. All right, I thought we'd have a little fun today, a little positivity. Elliot, I'm about to go on vacation. Uh, you know, yep. it, the, the world is 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 beautiful. It's it's gorgeous out, and and we're a month away from training camp. You know, this is this is real. It's getting real now, and and with the Philadelphia sports scene the way it is, it can't come soon enough. So I figure let's talk about our five. Things each that we are most excited about right now, the Philadelphia Eagles heading into training camp, the upcoming season, some positivity today. What do you think?
1: Yes. All right. Yeah, I'm excited for it. All right. Let's go back. Should we go back and forth?
0: You go one, I go one, so and so forth. Does that sound good? Yeah, that
1: sounds good. And we
0: did not um, uh, compare lists. So there could be some crossover. I'm sure there will be some levels of it. We will see. Elliot, kick us off. Five reasons, number one reason, and, and no order. I just put five reasons, but
1: five reasons go. Okay. All right. So this is my first one. And I just wrote one word down. Normalcy. Like Love that. I, I think, especially after this last year, we all know it's been obviously a crazy and not great year. But like things are starting to feel like they're opening back up. Like it it just feels more normal out there, right? Than it has in a very long time. Like you almost leave the house without even thinking about a mask at this point. And I don't wanna obviously get into that whole masturbate, But, like, it just feels normal. And I think that by the time training camp opens, there will presumably be fans there again. Like, it's just going to feel like normal football again. And after last year, it was such a terrible year on the field and then such a different year off of it. More so than anything, like, I'm just excited to, like, get up, Walk to drive to the Nova walk in, go to the field. There'll be fans. Like everyone will be excited about the Eagles. I'm just super excited for the normalcy of training camp. It's my favorite time of the year. Anyway, like in a regular setting, it's, it is my favorite time of the year. I like it more than the regular season. I like it more than the playoffs training camps, my favorite time of the year. And the fact that now it's going to be back to normal I'm just super excited to enjoy a normal training camp with everybody.
0: I love that. And and I have a, so I'll go with, I'll, I'll shuffle my list a little bit so we can kind of compare and when we kind of get close, I have a, my number one that I'll go with is a similar type of answer, but a more specific answer and that's people back at the link. And you mentioned it with people back at training yep. camp. I so during the year uh you know the the year first of all the 4 months without sports obviously you know was what it was, but then when sports come back and we're watching sports in empty stadiums. I was one of those that was like, you know what? This is cool. It's unique. Obviously we want people to be able to be there, but they can't and I'm going to I'm going to enjoy this for what it is. This unique sports experience that I hope will never ever happen again in my lifetime. And and in that prism through that prism I look back and say, you know like that was different. What I didn't realize was how much I would miss watching games with fans. Like, I didn't realize mm-hmm. how much it would hit me. Like, how important... Like, I know fans are important, obviously, and they can impact the game and all that type of stuff, but I didn't realize from just a pure, pleasurable viewing experience, even at home watching on TV, how much it mattered. Like, it it just felt sterile and, and less exciting and less important. Like... I am so excited to have full stadiums, to have people back at the limp, people back at training camp, people around the team. To your point, yeah. journalists back in the locker room, like all this stuff. I, I'm, I'm so, i I'm, This is a perfect one to lead off with because it, it is showing, like you said, that we're, com- what we're coming out of and what we're going into.
1: I, I can't wait, buddy. Well, and what's interesting is, so when the NBA was doing the bubble and like you got almost used to watching sporting events without fans on TV I'm talking about, there was a little part of me that was like, you know, it's honestly not that different. Like, it, I thought the bubble looked cool, like, visually when you watched it, when you had the lighting and totally. everything. Totally, and the and, fan, and so, the,
0: like, the virtual fans, and it was all cool. I agree. Yeah,
1: it was cool. And so there was a little part of me that was like, you know, obviously I don't care if fans go, but part of me was saying, hey, maybe it's better this way. I don't know, right? But now that, and this is more so from watching the Euros, and obviously there's, play, there's uh, fans at NBA games too, but, like... Like, so England played on Saturday or Sunday, I should say. No, it was Tuesday My on my week's way off. But anyway, it was, it, was six, <laughs> that was it was... Wait, was it Saturday or Sunday? No, it was Tuesday.
0: Excuse me. Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Yes.
1: So it was like 60,000 sold out or more than that, maybe. But like, it was just cool. Like, and to your point, like, I think that we got almost used to there being no fans to the point where you almost accepted it. And now seeing them again has been really cool. And I think obviously seeing a sold out link is gonna be ridiculous. So actually awesome, this transitions well man. awesome. Transitions well into my next one. Um I cannot wait for the preseason games. Like I I, I love you, buddy. You're the you're the you're the person. You're the one. Congrats. I congrats. Yeah like Here's my message to everyone that hates preseason games. Like, get over it. They're fun and embrace it. Like, who doesn't want to watch an Eagles game? Like, this is what I never understood. People are like, oh, the preseason game's on tonight. Like, what are you going to watch? Like, how I met your mother? Like, just, like, you're going to be watching something. It's not like you're going to, you know, go on an adventure because you're free that night. Like, preseason games are enjoyable to watch. It's football. We all get to watch, like, the third and fourth quarter where guys that now I see them in training camp, but like not everybody does, but like guys that you hear about and, you know, this guy that could make the team, like, look, Greg Ward, Boston Scott, like these guys that, you know, have that matter for preseason for them. And especially this year with like, there's going to be so many young players trying to make the roster. We didn't get any preseason games last year and it sucked. It sucked so bad. I was down there at training camp. Like I saw the practices, no preseason games. We're so lame. Like, it's a game day, and I love preseason games. So I am super excited to get the ones that we that we do this year, and I can't wait for them.
0: Yeah. And I, I wonder
1: if the first one will be sold out. Honestly, uh, it's a really
0: – yeah, first yeah. game back. It's a really interesting thought. It probably won't be, but it's a really interesting thought. Um, I am, you know, a noted, not a huge fan of preseason games, certainly nowhere close to the fan of preseason games that you are, but – It's but, sad to hear, by the way. But. There's a but. I missed him more than I thought I would last year, yeah. I missed him more than I thought I would. When it was days where it was like, like Hey, you know what? it's august twenty first, like it's a a Friday night or Thursday night or something, like normally we'd be watching an Eagles preseason game tonight. And certainly for what we do, like specifically, like it's way more fun to right. talk about preseason games. like there's actual action there, are guys. There's things you could do and take away from it. So what I will say again i'm not I'm still not like a fan of preseason games per se. But I miss them, and I'm I'm happy they're back, which is a lot. Like them going away made me realize that I'm not one of those people who's like cancel the preseason. Like I'm not I'm not that. I don't think we need four games. Which this year I think it's a three. This year, right? Is it three? Yeah, right. Which I think is better. And I think ultimately maybe even two, whatever. But but I'm good. I'm 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 much more on board with this. If you had said this to me last year, heading into the season, if it was a normal year or whatever, I'd be like, "Ah, Elliot, come on, stop. Right. Good answer. Better yeah, I'm week. excited
1: for him. I can't L- wait.
0: A little too far with it, but I- I'll give it to you. Okay. Um, obviously, I-, I think one of us, and maybe both of us, uh, have to have some sort of Nick Sirianni uh, answer in here. So uh, uh, from my number two, I'm going to say a-, a combo answer of-, of Nick Sirianni excitement on the sidelines combined with mm. what's his offense going to look like. I think what's his offense going to look like from a football perspective is – Maybe the number one question right now with Eagles, with the Eagles and Eagles fans, right? Like we're going into this season, yeah, you know, we can make infer- inferences and what they did in Indy and what he said and what we think they're going to do, and stuff. But like, we don't know what Nick Sirianni is the play caller is until we see him call plays. And I'm, I'm legitimately excited to see what he does, who he is, how he goes about his business. Is he aggressive? And then couple that. With the excitement of seeing like this dude, this energetic, crazy, super intense guy on the sidelines in an NFL game. We're so used to Andy Reid or even Doug, who's like, you know, got a great personality, but Doug was very, you know, measured on the sidelines. Stoic. Z- yeah. Stoic. Like, I. It- if, I, if Nick Sirianni's stoic on the sidelines, then everything we know about him has been a, a, a complete lie. Everything's a lie. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this dude's going to have some energy. He's going to be yelling at officials. He's going to be slapping his players. He's going to be doing that whole thing. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see this guy's exuberance on the sidelines in games. And, and I can't wait to see what his offense is. Let's go, Nick. Love that
1: so an So inter- another interesting part of Sirianni in training camp will be, look, he's had to answer tough questions because he was here before Carson was traded, and to a certain degree he's talked about it since. But, you know, in reality, a lot of the things he's had to answer for were out of his control, and people viewed it that way. It'll be interesting to see how he handles himself in training camp when things really happen, right? Like, you know, God forbid, but there are probably going to be injuries. Like, there'll be trades. There'll be guys that struggle. Like, it'll just be interesting to see how he handles coach talk once the season's actually rolling and he's talking three times a week and totally. we can see him out of practice every day. So that's a, you know, I think that's a, an interesting part of the Nick Sirianni and, thing, and specifically again, for training camp. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then for games, like how he translates this energy into game situations, because as competitive as he is, as intense as he is, like we've heard like guys like Jonathan Gannon talk about like annoyingly competitive, like you don't even want to play with yeah. him at a certain point. Cause he's so over the top. Like, We're talking about being a head coach in an NFL football game about for someone like that, like who's not playing on the field as adrenaline filled, you know, uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, a a thing as you can be doing a competition as you could be doing. Like, will he be able to contain himself? Will he be able to like, you know, Mm. act with decorum and all that? Like, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this guy's like on the sidelines. I can't wait. All right, Elliot, what's your number three?
1: All right, so these are transitioning perfectly, which is pretty wild because we did no plan. Did on this, zero. But, yeah, we, I was like, "You come up with five, I'll come up with five. We'll roll." All right, so mine is I can't wait for the roller coaster of training camp. Like ah, I enjoy it. the fact that you know on Monday it's oh my god this cornerback sucks they have to trade for a cornerback on Tuesday. It's this linebacker's hurt. What are they going to do about the linebacker? On Wednesday, Jalen Hurts had a great practice. Maybe they are going to be really good. On Thursday, he threw five interceptions. I can't believe we ever believed in this team. Like, I enjoy the roller coaster of training camp because things change daily fans are ultra excited because it's the start of the season. So they're very passionate and they're very emotional, which I love. And I just enjoy how quickly things change, right? Like they have to trade for somebody. Then they do. Is that the right move? This player might get cut. Oh wait, actually he's going to start and play a huge role. So I just can't wait for the roller coaster. And it plays off what you said of the emotion of Sirianni and just like all of us going on this ride together. So the roller coaster of training camp, I'm very excited. I, I love that. Especially
0: as you know, for what we do, but not just what we do for the people who listen, for the people who call into WIP for all that stuff. Like just having like football stuff to talk yep. about Elliot. Right. I mean, not talking about a head coach in his press conferences as much, mm-hmm. not talking about the quarterback. Who's no longer here. Not talking about like Jeffrey and Howie being too involved. Like talking about football, talking about things happening on a football field, about battles, about, you know, oh, Devonte Smith looks amazing. This, that, like all that stuff. Like I can't, Wait, especially after this offseason, we had as we've talked about so many times, the talking about a roller coaster. (laughs) Going from the tanky at the end of the season to Doug's firing to the Carson stuff to this, to that. Like it's been a legit roller coaster of an offseason, and none of it, none of it has been about football for the most part. So I'm I'm I think that's an outstanding answer. I cannot wait for the roller coaster. Of training camp and then ultimately the season and just getting excited about talking football again. All right, my number three answer before we get there, let me remind you. Download the Parkasino Sportsbook app. We've been having so much fun uh, talking about all the many things that we can bet on on the Parks Pick pod. Parks Picks Pod. And, of course, you've heard us talking about that you can bet on everything. Futures, in-game betting, which is a crazy wild ride. In fact, I made a huge mistake Last night, Elliot knows. <laughs> I texted him. You did. like, you did. Should I yeah. bet live on Milwaukee? I can't believe, like, I can get plus odds on Milwaukee. Like, they're not going to lose this game, you know?
1: They're, the uh, Atlanta Star and players out. they were down out. 13 at the yeah, time. Yeah. And four. I was like, oh, yeah. And then, like – And it – it's so funny because before the game you texted me and you're like, what are you betting tonight? And I was like, honestly, I can't get a read on the game. Like, I don't know. I just can't come up with anything. And then you were like, yeah, me too. And then halfway through <laughs> the first quarter, you are like, you had doubled down on it. Like you had placed two bets. Yeah. Like after not even 45 minutes ago being yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I can't get a read it. Wasn't
0: on it wasn't so. great. It wasn't great. And then, uh, yeah. you know, uh, an injury happened and it all went down the tubes. And, you know mistakes were made, but that's the beauty of the live in-game betting. You can get a feel in the game and make a read and make a call, and sometimes you're wrong, but sometimes you're right. And then, of course, you can bet on, on obviously, like the games themselves, the, the lines, the money line. You can do parlays, which we love, teasers, props, all that type of stuff, and, of course, individual player performances. Anything and everything, Elliot's been betting soccer, like a little yes, rough, rough patch lately, right? It seems like every time I talk to you. No, like, actually, so I had a great you bounced day back. on Tuesday. Oh, good. Because I, right, I felt like it was multiple I've, days of me be, you know, texting you about bets and you being like, well, I lost my two soccer bets today. So. Yeah, it wasn't good.
1: <laughs> it was. Yeah, it wasn't good. Well, what I don't like about – this is all you know, all over – is if you bet a winner in soccer, they have to win in regular time. If they win in, in extra time, the bet no longer cashes, which I think – look, it is what it is. I know the rules going in. It's just an annoying part of it. But uh, for the game on Tuesday, I picked – I I bet both goal scorers, like individually. I called the two goal scorers in the game, so I, I did well on that.
0: Wow, that's pretty cool, buddy. Yeah, very, that must have been – that's a fun so. win right there. So, it uh, was. To Elliot's point, whether it's soccer, basketball, baseball, football, anything and everything, you can bet on it all. The app's fun, it's easy to use, and it's intuitive, and it's just way more fun to watch these games when you got some action on it. So here's the deal. Sign up now, and you get a risk-free bet of up to $500, a $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X, Casino. .com forward slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss. a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Elliot, my number three, and I think it's the most clear answer on the board for what I'm most excited about, Nick Mullins. I can't wait. No, no I'm <laughs> okay, kidding. Yeah, I had okay. to throw that all in right. there. All right. Uh, honestly, it's the one thing I just wrote, one word, period. I'm guessing, you know, Look, there, some some of these are obvious. My last two aren't as obvious. Sometimes you just got to get the obvious a- out of the way. I just wrote on my sheet, Devonte. Period. Like just like that's it. That's all yeah. I. I mean, I have not been this excited for an Eagles rookie and as long as I can remember. Honestly, like I'm I'm trying to think of a guy. It was like Wentz because he's a quarterback and that whole thing. That's a different thing. Like a non-quarterback Eagles rookie, like. I don't know. I don't know when I've been this excited for this guy, when I've been this sure in a guy. I just can't wait to see this guy out there doing his thing to actually watch a a high level NFL wide receiver, which is what I think he's gonna be, running great routes, getting open, just making plays like, Yes, dude, yes, give it to me. I'm so excited for Devontae Smith Elliott.
1: Well, Devontae Smith is just going to be retweet city. And we already talked about Twitter. And look, it's this reality is for my job, I will be tweeting a lot of training yeah, camp you can't updates. Really, you can't really not be on Twitter is the point. Right, right. You right, can, You but... can
0: secretly hate Twitter and have your outlet on Instagram and your other thing, but you're still there.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just done with takes on Twitter. Like Ooh. I'm still going to tweet training camp stuff because it's just that's where everyone reads it. But regardless. Yes, Devontae Smith is going to be the Twitter star of training camp. Like a tweet from me being like, Devontae Smith just caught you know just burned a corner and caught a twenty-five yard catch. Like that's Twitter gold. People are going to be like cl- clamoring, eating for the it up, Smith eating content. it up. And I agree. Like, look, they did draft a receiver in the first round last year, so you know they they yeah. But ha- I was I was
0: clearly camp. not excited for him for for, not, right. for obvious right. reasons because you know they didn't draft the other guy.
1: Right. And so Devontae Smith this year, In I In fact, agree. it's funny
0: he's... you say that because I think conversely, like Regger might be the single least excited I've
1: been reverse round picks. So. I know. Yeah. Well, I went I ranked the receivers one through nine, every receiver on the roster on my Instagram. And do you want to guess where I put Regger? Oh buddy. This is a perfect example. I like on Twitter, people would be like, Oh, you fucking hack, blah, blah. But like, all right, do you want to guess where I put Regger? Fifth. Wow, that's where I put him.
0: Did you really? I tried to go as low as I could logically maybe make a case for, but also, like, you know, something that would still be like, wow, I can't believe he's there because you wouldn't have asked me. So
1: I put obviously Devontae Smith number one. I put Greg Ward too. Like everyone can hate on Greg Ward and talk about his limitations and all that. All the guy's done is produce, and you can't say that for literally any receiver on the Eagles roster. Like Devonte Smith has potential, but Greg Ward has stepped up. He had six touchdowns last year, which I was surprised by. Like he, I, I he is a very good receiver. He's I him not too. very I put, good.
0: He's fine. Let's not get carried away. He's right,
1: fine. We, I, we disagree on this. We just do. Like I think I, he's fine. I, I think he's a very good receiver. But,
0: Serviceable right. is the word that I would use.
1: Okay. I think that's offensive to him. Serviceable right. third, receiver. Third, Quez Watkins off his potential elite <laughs> speed. He I flashed last year. I love like, it. Then
0: what he got? Fulgham fourth.
1: Yep, Fulgham fourth. Yeah, because I mean, look. Well, he's I producers. think it was probably a bit of a fl- Yeah, I mean, he's he had almost as many yards in like three games as Rager had all last year. So. And then Rager, to me, is fifth. Like, yes, there's potential there. And, like, to me, Rager is with our Sega White side. Like, they are the two players that maybe the coaching staff and quarterback change helps them, but haven't shown me anything in terms of thinking on the field they can be special players.
0: Yeah, I look, you know where I stand on Rager. I, I've not been impressed. I would still probably put him higher just based on potential and Sirianni coming in. But it's so and the interesting fact that he's going to he... play. Like, he's definitely, like, those other guys got to earn it, like, like, he's going to be on the field. Whether it's an outsider in the slot, like, Rager will play. He will have this, again, this is all dependent upon production as the season goes on, but let's say for the first month of this season, Rager will have the second most snaps on the team at wide receiver after Smith.
1: Yeah, you're right, and look, we could definitely be wrong about Rager, but I think it's interesting how you said like off of potential, when really you're just saying, I mean, he was a first round. Yeah, pick, so that's what I'm saying. saying yeah. yeah, Like you're like, right. Like, you're like, damn like, really right, Elliot. We saw last year that. Yeah, was like, I mean, like, look, I mean, look to your
0: point, fun. Travis Fulgham has has made more plays in the NFL probably. You know, at least so close. So is
1: Greg Ward? Greg Ward, like, if Greg Ward turned into. The uh, sorry, if Jalen Rager caught a game-winning touchdown against Washington on the road to help them clinch the division, we would be like, "Yep, that's why you draft the guy number one over." Like, you know, <laughs> that's why you take the first round. Like, wouldn't we? For right? Yeah. Like, so I just think it's so funny that and look, he earned being a first-round pick. Like he had a good college career. Like those things are are true. But it's just so funny how because he was a first-round pick, we're like, "Well, there's potential there." when we don't, we don't afford that to other players that have actually sh- shown things on the field to be excited about. It's a, it's a good
0: point. All right, who's your number – or what's your number four?
1: Okay, so as I mentioned, preseason and training camp is my favorite time of the year. And specifically, I love 53-man roster predictions. And
0: I love <laughs> labeling players. This is, I love your list. Your list is the most Elliott list of all time. Yeah. It is like – So definitively, you unique to you, and I just I love that about you, dude. Like, yeah, I I, I love this because I know you love these things, like training camp preseason or preseason games, like the fifty three man. Like this is you always say like you love training camp like as much as the season, practically. Like you know, and and I I I love that this this list is 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 so you, and I love it.
1: So I love like being at the preseason game and saying like uh maybe they're gonna keep 10 offensive linemen and and only you know three tight ends or you know what maybe they'll keep a four tight end but that means one less running back like i love the hypothetical part of it and i think it's because we love hypotheticals so much but you know i i love that type of content and that type of debate i enjoy talking about that way more than how are they going to stop like Travis Kelsey like it's just you know it's not my thing like some people enjoy Xs and Os talk and I can certainly do it and I appreciate it but like it's not my favorite type of thing to talk about i enjoy discussing like where the roster stands the construction of it who's a lock who's not who's slipping who's starting so i i very much enjoy the conversation and the hypotheticals that come with training
0: Yeah, I, I think it's super fun, too. I'm with you, especially with what we do. And, you know, you have to really go deep on the Eagles, and it's a fun way to go deep and discuss those players. And, look, to be fair, I mean, generally you look at it and say, well, those bottom-of-the-roster guys don't matter. But, you know, with the amount of injuries this team has had the last few years, those a lot of those bottom-of-the-roster guys have mattered, you know? So I, I do think it is – um, I think a lot of people look at it and say like, "Oh, who cares about the bottom of the roster?" I, I think you should care about the bottom of
1: the roster. it, yeah, does, well, it does matter. Their their second best receiver
0: came from the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I mean, of like the their roster, their so. their best linebacker. I mean, I guess Eric Wilson's probably better, but like Alex Alex Singleton, like that's a guy who didn't make yeah. the game at first and made it because of special teams and worked his way up. And like, there are guys like that. Travis Fulgham, you know, was was signed, but like, is that type of guy? Like, there are a lot of those guys who. You know, uh, our our fringe roster players who end up actually having a real impact on the season. Greg Ward, another one of those guys who didn't make the roster, and we were like, "Where's Greg Ward? Why is that making?" And look, it can go the other way too. We all know the, you know, Henry josies of the world and all that, where everyone in the world wants him to make the roster and. And then yep. they don't. And it turns out it was probably the right move. Paul, the burner Turner. We all remember him. So, um, and he Rasheed did make Bailey. the roster, eventually. Rasheed Bailey, another great example. Rasheed Bailey. I met once. It's just a super awesome kid. Like really. There's nice
1: actually a, uh, a picture of Rasheed Bailey hanging on the side of the Nova care complex. Get out of here. It's it- and it's one of those, like, where it's not supposed to be him, but it definitely is. That's hilarious. So it's just funny. Like, and I think it might, I think he actually might be on the link as well.
0: I love but, that. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Because cool, Local, he's a local kid. Exactly. That. Yeah. I like Rashid a lot. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's a great answer. All right. My number four, and I'm, I'm so excited about this because of all that it implies. It's, it's not just a belief in a guy, it's a movement, it's a club, it's special. Yeah, it's it's a way of life. I'm really excited, Elliot, to be a Dickerson guy. I'm excited oh to be Get out of here. Get a out of here. hashtag Dickerson guy. Fight all the haters, all the always hurt, all that. Get rid of that. This guy's a superstar. He is a leader. He's the kind of guy you build programs around. I'm so excited to defend Landon Dickerson this season. I'm so excited to see him succeed, to show everyone what a dominant offensive lineman he is, to set a tone, to be the future, to be the next Jason Kelsey, whatever you want to call him. I am excited, not just about Landon Dickerson, but to be a part of the club, to be a Dickerson guy, a believer from the beginning, a believer from the beginning. All right? Like, in the end, everyone's going to come around and be so happy Landon Dickerson's here, and me... And the rest of the hashtag Dickerson guys are going to be the ones who are like, yeah, we told you. All right? From the jump. So, we had this guy's back. Hashtag Dickerson guy. Love it.
1: Nothing screams there's major red flags with him as a player. Like, he has the type of personality you build. Like, like come on, man. Like, all right, whatever. I don't want to hate you on You
0: build Dickerson, a program around him. He is yeah, Jeff just so Stoutland's sad.
1: favorite yeah. player he's ever seen, buddy. You don't trust Stout? Yeah.
0: You, you're questioning I- Stout? On this podcast, we're questioning Jeff Stoutland now?
1: That's where we are? Look, I think Dickerson is talent, all those things. Dickerson guy. Like, I don't know if he'll make it through training camp. Hashtag Dickerson does, guy. All those things, but I—that that is not one of the things I'm looking forward for. Hashtag for tag. Dickerson but guy. But if you're right, you'll be, you will be, oh. like, you are the only pro Dickerson guy I know. Yeah. So, so you you are on the island. Like, okay. you own this. Rephrase.
0: When I'm right. Thank you.
1: There it is. There it right. is. All right. What's your number you ready five? For my f- you, fifth one? I, you know so this I am. Is, right. So, this is the ultimate one. This is my favorite part of, I mean, look, outside of doing this pod, my favorite part of my job. This is the quintessential thing that I love more than anything. And of course, let's do a training camp. I've already thought about how I'm going to do it this year training camp stats.
0: I I like, I, you should have let training me guess. Camp stats. Charting the yeah. thro- I would have said charting the throws, but it's the same idea.
1: It's the same thing. Yes. Well, cause I'm gonna track, I track catches and-, and Oh, like, I know you do it all, like the but Ravonte
0: the, the thro- charting the throws is like your you know, right. calling card. That's like when people w- think, all right, what did Jalen Hurts do today? Let me see what Elliott has.
1: Yep, also have, I'll have the stats for every Jalen Hurts attempt. I'll have them for all the quarterbacks. I'll have every catch, every target, every rush. Like I cannot wait to track all this stuff. I think it's incredibly important. I love how much it triggers people, right? It's when they're so, like, I Ugh, love, "Well, I love matter. when you'll bring like, out well, like buddy, it does."
0: My favorite yeah. thing is when you'll 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 bring out the history and you'll be like, "Well, in Carson Wentz's yep. first season in his rookie year, he was yep, 133 yep. for 240." And yeah, I I love it. Well, I, it's I, so I came up, intense. Yep. I love it.
1: So I have it in front of me. I came up with the 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 quarterback training camp passer rating system. Last year, Carson had a very good training camp. We all know clearly that did not turn into a, a good season. But regardless, I'm very excited for it. I think this year what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a clipboard and I'm going to put like a, a lanyard around it. And then I'm going to like walk around with it around my neck so that when I'm ready to chart. <laughs> oh, my God. So – so when I'm ready to charge, please just wear a clipboard around your chat around yeah. your
0: neck. Uh, like, please, Elliot, please. please yeah, I'm, please, I'm please. doing it like <laughs> I'm doing it. So all right, uh, guys, real a real quick request. If there are any other beat writers or whatever, listen to this show. Check in from time to time or whatever. I need a picture of this. I need a picture of Elliot right. with the clipboard around his neck track in place.
1: Yep, can't wait. So it is. It is what I'm looking forward to the most, and also honestly too, because like I think it's great information to give to the fans. Like I, you guys can't see training camp practices. You can see the preseason games. You can see the regular season games. You know when Carson wasn't here, you could see playoff games. Like so, I, I do think that having training camp stats is my ability to give information that is undisputable. Like, it's not an observation. It's not me saying, wow, like, uh, you know, Michael Jaquette had a great practice. That's pretty objective. This is me saying subjective, Jalen Hurts 40 throws. Subjective. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Subjective. That's yeah. pretty subjective. Thank you. The, the this stats is objective.
0: The stats are objective.
1: Exactly. Correct. So I'm very excited. So I am super pumped for that. Yeah. My favorite number one thing right there. I, well, I, I should have. I, I wish I had thought about what
0: your number one was going to be, because that's so obvious with you. And, And you're back. And last year we weren't able to do this in the same way. You know, this is exciting for you. Yeah, I was
1: there, but it just wasn't the same. Exactly. Didn't get all the practice. Exactly. So
0: I'm I'm pumped for you, buddy. It means a lot to me that it means a lot to you. Okay. I'm excited. My final answer, and it is the thing I'm most excited for. It's the most important thing. Is the single number one thing facing the Eagles right now. And I'm going to just assume that it's going to happen because I don't know for sure. We've had some fake outs. We've had some music going out oh, there well, pictures. Fake news. Fake news. I'm so excited for the Carson Wentz banner to finally come down, Elliot. It is Unbelievable. It, I I need that banner down. Like I need air to breathe. Like I need beer to drink on this vacation I'm about to go on. Like I need the vacation itself. Like I need this dude out of my face. When I look at my stadium, my team stadium, my whole life, a, a generational Eagles fan, my whole family forever, since there were the Eagles, have been Eagles fans, I need that guy off my building. I need him off my building in a, in a, in a real, true, dramatic way, Elliot. Take the banner down. Get it the fuck down now. Uh, oh,
1: boy. Earmuffs.
0: Yeah, I should have earmuffs. Earmuffs. Late.
1: Right. Yeah. So, look, I, I think had people could see date. that coming. You
0: could hear the the pause right before I'm like, should I? Yeah, I'm doing it because that's how I it. feel. Well, you're take take
1: the bleeping banner down.
0: That's my yep. slogan. All
1: right. So, look, I we you know where I stand on the banner. It'll go down before the, the beginning of training camp. It'll be a nice symbolic way to say Wentz is gone and the new season is here. So, yeah, it'll be the official start of training camp. Yeah,
0: it should have been down. It should have been down forever. I'm so excited to see it come down. That's where I'm at. This is a good list. You know what I
1: would kind of I would kind of be into this even though they would never in a million years do it. Like obviously. But I think it would be pretty like team bonding if maybe the whole roster sat there and watched it come down. Yes They, they would never
0: do it, but like I think oh, if they
1: did that, that would oh, what be the type a story of where that would be
0: that. too. Can you imagine it would
1: it would be like one of those things you're like, all right, you know what? Like they they are in it to win it this yeah, year. Like ex- maybe they won't be good, who knows? But they they are in it to win They're it's exercising the, the
0: demons and the demon is Carson.
1: Exactly. Okay. Exactly.
0: Um, all right, I love it. All right, Elliot. Um, last thing quickly before we get out of here, you wrote an article on the website for everyone if you haven't checked out ninety-four WIP.com slash go birds for all of Elliot's work, you should. Um, seriously, like, you know, slash go birds. You know, that's us. Yeah. So check we'll it check out. Check it out. Um uh, you wrote an interesting article because we've talked a lot about Stephen Nelson and you know the Richard Sherman Darius Slay thing and all. That. It's been a constant topic of conversation. We've talked about what if it's just Michael Jaquette or what if it's McPherson? I got it right um, or whatever. Nicely done. Thank you. I'll get there. I'm getting there. Um, I had to think to say it, so hence why I said I got it right. Um, but you wrote an interesting article about some potential under the radar options uh, of guys who mm-hmm. could fill that role because we've really only only thought like big game hunting for some reason with that. But yeah, but um, well, it's more exciting. But yeah, it is. But but because it is a real possibility they don't go big game hunting. Um who are some names out there who who we haven't really talked about who could fill that spot?
1: So I think when when I was making this list, there was two things you look for, which is a starter on a team that is clearly not going to compete this year. So they're willing to kind of sell off talent. And then the other one is guys that are playing a limited role but look like they're but played really well. So like it looks like they could, you know, with more time, they could be a potential steal. So I came up with three names, two of which are not definitely not household names, but one of them I think is a bit of an interesting debate. Uh, Bradley Roby from the Texans. He oh, has, sure. You know, he he's obviously played at a high level before, had he's a lot the- of success, yeah. Yeah, had a fairly decent sized contract from the Texans. I think it was like three years, thirty million or so, something like that. Now he was suspended for six games last year due to the uh, NFL's performance-enhancing drug policy. So like he has off-the-field issues. Um, does make nine and a half million dollars in a base salary. So you'd have to work some things, but you know he's the type of guy that like the Texans. Are presumably like not going to be good next year because of the Deshaun Watson thing. I don't think any of us believes in them as an organization. So then Andy was suspended last year, so I could see them wanting to move him. He's a guy that has had the experience of being like an every down corner that teams target. So I think he's a good fit with Darius Slay in that regard. Like he's not a, you know, like a someone that hasn't had experience starting every snap. So I, I like that about him. So I don't know. I mean, would you trade a fourth for him?
0: I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trading. Right. I'm not trading a fourth or or better for anybody at any position because I'm not. Well, that's I don't,
1: absurd. But why? i do not. You don't need
0: that. Well, yeah, of course. If you're talking about like a great player who signed to a long term contract or whatever, but I'm talking about for this year. Like, I'm not filling a hole for this year with a fourth round pick or better.
1: Okay. Well, we disagree on that. Well, All right, be, so uh, obviously, guess, it comes back yeah. to our
0: base. But I, I, draft picks are more valuable than wins to me this year. Is what I'm saying.
1: So, I don't know if I'd give up a fourth just because of like there is the performance enhancing stuff. There is, I don't know. He's, he's, I think he's a good player. He, he's someone I'd be more, I would be interested if like he was still a free agent. Like, I view him kind of like the Steven Nelson thing. So, the fact that you'd have to clear nine and a half million dollars or renegotiate his deal and commit to him longer would be worrisome for me. So, I, I don't think I'd give up the fourth round pick, but like, I would do a sixth or a fifth. I, I think like you're basically just taking him at that point. And I don't think the Texans really need him or if I was a Texans, I would trade him. So, all right, the next two are names that people are probably not going to know. So I'll just kind of do them together. Uh, Ross Cockrell from Tampa Bay. Um, he's played former, in all the playoff games stealer, from last right? year. I believe so. Yeah, he's bounced around a few different teams, but he played really well uh, for, for Tampa Bay last year in the limited time. Uh, he's been really consistent. When you look at the pro football focus grades for uh, the defensive players, he's be, been between 71 and 73, four of the last five years. The only time he wasn't was his rookie year. So, like, a very solid guy. Like, he'll get beat sometimes for sure, but I don't think he'd be a complete disaster. Um, I'd have interest in him. And again, like, Tampa Bay has their starter set Um, And I I don't think he's going to be getting a lot of playing time. They re-signed him to a one-year deal, but I'm sure they would trade him for the right price. The other one, and this might be my favorite name on the list, uh, Rashad – excuse me. Let me pronounce it right after saying it's my favorite name on the (laughs) list. Uh, Rashad Fenton, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I believe he's entering his third year. He was a a, a mid-round pick. Uh, out out of South Carolina. He's played really well in the snaps that he has gotten. He was 5th on the team last year in snaps among defense uh, or sorry, 6th on the team last year in snaps among defensive backs. The Chiefs like the Buccaneers are a win now team, so I don't know if they would trade away depth cuz it's important to them they're trying to win. But, you know, that he is like their 6th defensive back. He's their third. They're probably like their fourth cornerback. So if the Eagles, you know, he fits a lot of different things. Like he's played well. He has upside, but he's also young enough that you could talk yourself into him being the starter, maybe potentially. So those are three names I would look for uh, if you if it's like an under the radar type move. Love it.
0: I think those are some interesting names. Again, if you can get them for cheaper, I would be in on that. But again, I'm not giving up real valuable draft picks like fourth or better, fifth. That's when I get interested. So, um. Nice. I like that list. All right, E, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: No, not really. I mean, we, we've talked about we, – I feel like at the beginning of the pod, we talked about, uh, you know, my thoughts, my Instagram thought, the tanning thought. Yeah, we did do oh, that. We, well, there was that question we talked about that you you texted me that was a tweet. Would you rather go through an excessive heat wave or multiple days oh, of snow yeah. ice?
0: Yeah, so this is – I thought such an obvious – and I read the question wrong, so Elliot, it, there was a little bit of like, wait y- – you would choose this, like based on the way right. I was talking. I was like, "It's such an obvious choice." And Elliot's like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Whoops, read it wrong." Um, But Elliot and I both agree. I don't think there's any question. It's an excessive heat wave. Like, or rather, go through. You'd rather, yeah, you'd rather go through an excessive heat wave than a snowstorm. Like, it's not even a question to me, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think a hundred percent for yeah. sure. Like no brainer because you, you don't have to shovel your car, at- you don't have to all that stuff. Yeah, you can just stay inside yep. during a heat wave. Yep, and like I look, I get everyone has different air conditioning situations, but yes, if I didn't have air conditioning,
0: inside. I might, I, and if my work didn't or whatever, I might have a different opinion of this. But air conditioning, greatest invention of all time. So we're yep. good. Oh, I have central air. No big deal to me.
1: Just... <laughs> so
0: plus, I yeah. mean, your fear of snow and rain and such things just right. a no brainer.
1: Yep. So that's where I would go with it. I love it. All
0: right. Uh, everyone, check out on Saturday. I'm I'm leaving for vacation. As you know, we mentioned it. But Ruben Frank fill it in for yes. me on Go. I'm so excited about this. It's awesome. It, it, the perfect person. Elliot and Ruben. Think about all the, the institutional knowledge you're gonna get on Saturday one to three on WIP. Two guys who cover the team. Who are there for everything? We're involved, all that. It's gonna be super, super awesome, super fun. So check those guys out, Ruben and Elliot on Saturday. I'll be back next week, and we'll we'll do our shows and we'll do our things. So can't uh, wait. Uh, me too, buddy. It's just, honestly, I'm I'm so excited for vacation. I will not miss anything except talking to you. I legitimately. It'll matter.
1: be fun. It'll be we'll like, have a good time, and when you come back, you'll be reinvigorated, ready to drop more. You're
0: takes. damn right. Buddy. All right. Uh, Again, check him out on Saturday. Ruben and Elliot for Go Birds Radio on WIP 1-3. Until then, he's Elliot. I'm James. Talk to you guys soon.